for goodness sake. Look, a combination radio and phonograph. And beautiful, too. Oh, look, it's got an automatic record changer. Plays eight records in succession. Let's try it. There's records inside the cabinet. Look. You know how to run the thing? Looks pretty complicated. Why, it's a cinch. All you got to do is put eight records on this gadget here. Yeah. Like that. Turn the volume on. Set it for phonograph. Put the lever down. Insert a needle. Hey, plug the cord in the wall socket, Molly. Okay. All set, McGee. Ah, here she goes. Ah, now we can sit down and relax. Now for a half hour of uninterrupted music. That was... Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. This week's show is just too good. We'll celebrate not one, but two birthdays, those of Robert Hood Bowers and Carl Hoefel, and we'll do some messing around and enjoy some fresh-squeezed juice. There are lots of great slang expressions from the 19th century, and one of my favorites is a gentleman of four outs. Applied to a vulgar, blustering fellow, it means someone without wit, without money, without credit, and without manners. I can think of a couple of gentlemen of four outs right off the top of my head. But I heard a much more recent slang phrase a few weeks ago, is the juice worth the squeeze? The origin of this phrase is that you must squeeze fruit in order to make juice, most commonly orange juice. That can be somewhat labor-intensive, so you must decide whether the delicious fresh-squeezed juice is worth the effort. Or applied to any effort, is the end result worth the process to achieve it? I hope you'll find the musical juice in this segment worth the squeeze of listening.
women, a little women too. Little young or old, he take them all from you. Mmm, juicy mouth, Johnny. Oh, juicy mouth, Johnny. His mouth is as dangerous, dangerous as a football team. I bought them food, I bought them clothes, and still he takes them from under my nose. Now, juicy mouth, Johnny. Oh, juicy mouth, Johnny. His mouth is as dangerous, dangerous as a football team. And I fight them, trying to keep them in my hand. Soon as I turn my back, they go looking for that man. Now, oh, juicy mouth, shorty. Oh, juicy mouth, shorty. His mouth is as dangerous, dangerous as a bumble bee. I pet and I love them every day and every way. I still they can't keep them from slipping away. Mmm, juicy mouth, shorty. Oh, juicy mouth, shorty. It's about to as dangerous, dangerous as a bumble bee. Give them all of my dough, but what Shorty does, I swear I don't know. Mmm, juicy mouth, Shorty. Oh, juicy mouth, Shorty. His mouth is as dangerous, dangerous as a bumblebee. When I go to work, I think I'm doing right. Come to find out, he's a Shorty every night. Now, juicy mouth, Shorty. Oh, juicy mouth, Shorty. His mouth is as dangerous, dangerous as a bumblebee.
There are all kinds of juices, but ruckus juice is a slang term for homemade liquor or moonshine, especially flavored moonshine. In a quick online search, I found recipes for Grandma's apple pie a la mode moonshine, as well as peach pie, strawberry, and pumpkin pie moonshine. In this set, you heard a couple of tunes about ruckus juice. We started with the Memphis Jug Band and Ruckus Juice and Chitlin. The Memphis Jug Band was led by Will Shade, who played guitar, harmonica, and bass. And you heard Jab Jones on Jug with the scat vocal by Charlie Burse. OK8955 was recorded in Chicago on November 8, 1934. We ended with Ruckus Juice Shuffle. That was the Memphis Nighthawks, led by trombonist Roy Palmer, credited on the label of Banner 32434 as the Alabama Rascals on March 30, 1932. In between the ruckus juices was Al Miller and his swing stompers with Juicy Mouth Shorty. Al Miller himself sang and played guitar with Odell Rand on clarinet and Cripple Clarence Lofton on the 88s. Champion 50072 was recorded February 4, 1936. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Over the past 19-plus years, I've only played a couple of Carl Hoefel's compositions, but that changes tonight when Carl gets his very own birthday segment for the first time. Carl Hoefel, H-O-E-F-L-E, who had no middle name, was born May 22, 1898, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the second son of Gottlieb and Bridget Hoefel, who had come separately to the U.S. from Germany in the late 1800s and were married here. In 1923, Carl Hoefel married the former Zofia Panfil in Philadelphia, and in late 1927 they had a son, to whom they did give a middle name, Carl Eugene Hoefel. They subsequently had two more children, Donald Wayne and Peggy Jean. The elder Hoefel worked as a song plugger for Leo Feist and toured in vaudeville, accompanying on piano a singing trio called Tom, Dick, and Harry, who were also heard on WGN in a daily 15-minute show. Hoefel had his own daily 10-minute show on WGN playing piano. Tom, Dick, and Harry made at least one record, and you just may be hearing it on next week's show. Hoefel moved to Los Angeles and worked on Roy Rogers and Gene Autry's radio shows, and in 1942, he was hired by Spike Jones as the City Slickers' contractor and part-time pianist, as well as the band's treasurer. Hoefel and fellow slicker Del Porter became songwriting partners and founded the music publishing company Toontown Tunes, collaborating on about a dozen songs recorded by Spike, including Blowing Bubblegum, You Wanna Buy a Bunny, and the less well-known I Came Here to Be Went With But I Ain't Been Yet, recorded in 1949 by Evelyn Knight. That same year, Hoefel and Porter wrote a song called Piggy Bank Polka, which was adopted by the March of Dimes as its official song. Carl Hoefel died in Los Angeles on December 22, 1967, and is buried at Forest Lawn in Glendale. In the 1920s, long before his association with Del Porter, Carl Hoefel wrote a number of songs with others, and here are some which were recorded.
Come on, ring up the curtain and let the play begin. We're actors and here for a day. Life is a stage where it takes the best to win. Oh, give it your all, folks, while you may. Too soon the shadows will call. And someday that curtain will fall. If you are rich, if you are poor, why, it's all the same, I'm sure. When the curtain comes down, just go along doing your best and you'll find peace and rest. When the curtain comes down, oh, what if everything goes wrong? And what if sorrow does come along? Hide your feelings from the throng. Life can't always be a song, and while you are here, if you play fair, why you'll be welcome up there. When the curtain comes down. While the heroes applauded, the villain is hissed, the heroine is happy, she's fondled and kissed. We smile at the ending, we laugh at the clown, ha ha ha. And when it's all over the curtain, that curtain comes down.
Making their Triple R debut, Max Fisher's California Orchestra with How Can You Stay So Far Away, So Long. Written by Ned Miller, Joe Burke, and Carl Hofel. Columbia 1431-D was recorded in Chicago on March 31, 1928, and the vocal trio was Johnny Murray, Richard Newland, and Leonard Lason. Before that, Ted Weems and his orchestra with I'm All Broken Up Over You written with Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy wrote only one other tune that I'm aware of, and there's an excellent chance you'll be hearing it on next week's show as well. I'm All Broken Up Over You was recorded by Victor on February 22, 1924. And we started our tribute with a song written with Al Sherman and Al Lewis, When the Curtain Comes Down. Columbia 1709-D was waxed December 12, 1928. I want to thank Jordan Young, author of Spike Jones Off the Record, for his help with this segment. The third edition of his scholarly yet fun biography of Spike is available through Bear Manor Media, and the fourth edition will be available soon. I'll be upgrading my first edition, and every fan of Spike Jones should have Jordan's book. One of my favorite movies of all time is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and we have a family tradition of watching it at the end of each Thanksgiving day. And one of my favorite scenes from the movie is John Candy listening and playing along to Ray Charles sing Mess Around on the car radio. Well, for this segment, we're going to do some messing around of our own. Here's Bud Jackson's Swanee Serenaders.
If you're gonna have a dozen hanging on your line, you better hang out your far sale sign. There's a mouse been messing around. There's a mouse been messing around. I smell a mouse been in this house. There's a mouse been messing around. He sure has been messing around too. Come in the other day, been to town. Found the house turned upside down. Now there's a mouse been messing around. There's a mouse been messing around. I smell a mouse been in this house. There's a mouse been messing around. Too many mice is bound to turn guys' playhouse down. Too many mice hanging around. Bound to tear up my playhouse down. There's a mouse been messing around. There's a mouse been messing around. I smell a mouse, been in this house, there's a mouse been messing around. Smiling Bill Carlisle, and there's a mouse been messing around. Somehow I don't think Bill is singing about a little four-legged mouse, but more like a two-legged rat. That's from Vocalion 02946, recorded April 25, 1935. Bill Carlisle was preceded by our old buddy Fats Waller, not with his rhythm, but solo on the pipe organ in the former Trinity Church in Camden, New Jersey, with a tune he co-composed with Phil Word, Messing Around with the Blues. Word and Fats collaborated on at least one other tune, Stompin' the Bug, which Fats recorded on the organ a month later. Before that, Andy Kirk and his Twelve Clouds of Joy with Mesa Stomp. Andy Kirk was on bass sax and brass bass. Mary Lou Williams played piano and wrote Mesa Stomp and the arrangement. Brunswick 4694 was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri around November 8, 1929. We started that messing around segment with Fess Williams' Royal Flush Orchestra under the pseudonym Bud Jackson's Swanee Serenaders, who were messing around on October 1, 1926. Fess Williams played clarinet and alto sax and provided the vocal on Messing Around, which was written by Johnny St. Cyr and Doc Cook. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all, online at glenrobison.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. The two-act musical On Your Toes opened at the Imperial Theater on April 11, 1936, and ran for 315 performances. It featured a song by Lorenz Hart and Richard Rogers titled Too Good for the Average Man, which has some very interesting lyrics talking about psychoanalysts, plastic surgery, birth control, and supper clubs. Well, the following rapidly rotating records are not too good for the average man. Here's Paul Specht and his orchestra. Thank you. 
too good, not too bad. She's just right. Gee, I'm glad she's my gal. Not too fast, not too slow. Won't say yes, might say no. That's my gal. She knows just when to do, when to don't. She's clever. When she will, when she won't, or never. Not too good. Not too bad, she's just right. Gee, I'm glad she's my gal. Settle down. Here he is.
Eddie Cantor, backed by Gus Arnheim and his orchestra, and There's Nothing Too Good for My Baby. Victor 22851 was recorded in Hollywood on August 23, 1931. He's not credited on the label of that record, but Cantor does share songwriting credit with Benny Davis and Harry Axt. Cantor also sings There's Nothing Too Good for My Baby in blackface in his 1931 MGM picture, Palmy Days. In that scene, there's a sign above the loudspeakers reading glorifying the American donut. Only problem is, the word glorifying is misspelled. Paul Specht and his orchestra got that Too Good set started with Not Too Good, Not Too Bad, written by the songwriting team of Frank Welsh, Ken McComer, and Tom Joyce. Columbia 1333 was recorded August 23, 1927. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. I've played recordings of his songs, Get Up, Oh My Goodness, and The Kitty's Christmas Parade, but he's not had his own birthday segment. Until now. I'm talking about American composer, conductor, and musical director Robert Hood Bowers born May 24, 1877, in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. He was the oldest of four children, born to Oliver C. Bowers and the former Ellen Graham Heiser. At 14, he entered Franklin and Marshall College in Lancaster, where he was in the college orchestra, glee club, and was leader of the mandolin club. Following his graduation in 1899 with a master's degree, he worked in the music department of Cheltenham Military Academy, but continued studying music at the Conservatory of Chicago, where he won a gold medal in 1902. He married Virginia Belvin on September 16, 1905, and the following year had their only son, also named Robert Hood Bowers, who became a professor of English at the University of Florida. On August 30, 1906, Bowers applied for a passport, saying he was about to go abroad temporarily, but intended to return in December. According to his passport application, he had a high forehead, straight nose, and a regular mouth and chin. He composed songs, school music, operettas, and musicals, as well as musical scores for some of the most popular silent movies of the late teens and early 20s. He also worked as a conductor for Victor Herbert and on radio stations WMCA, WEAF, and WOR, as well as for the Columbia Phonograph Company. He was employed at the School of Radio Technique at Rockefeller Center as the head of the musical department for five years before his death on December 29, 1941. He's buried in Cedar Grove Cemetery in Chambersburg. Here are three from the pen of Robert Hood Bowers. The mahogany is dusty 
All the pipes are very rusty And the good old-fashioned musty Doesn't musty anymore All the stuff's got bum and bummer From the middle of the summer Now the bar is on the hummer And for rent is on the dough How sad and still tonight By the old distillery And how the cobwebs cop In the old machinery But in the mountain tops Far from the eyes of cops Oh, how the moon shines on the moonshine So merrily, oh, oh, for one How misery doubles Ain't one thing to use for bubbles For to drive away your troubles Now the tide has gone and went Days and nights are getting bleaker Shivering for an old time sneaker Even water's getting weaker About one tenth of one percent how sad and still tonight by the old distillery and how the moaners moan at the lager bureau. So, mister, if you please, don't let Nobody sneeze up where the moon shines on the moonshine so stillily, so stillily.
chauffeur with the words by Raymond W. Peck. Peck also wrote the words to Lantern of Love, and I have a feeling you may be hearing that on next week's show. 
Murray also recorded The Little Chauffeur for Columbia, but this was Victor 4741, made in Philadelphia on May 31, 1906. The Little Chauffeur is from the three-act musical The Vanderbilt Cup, which opened at the Broadway Theater on January 16, 1906, and ran for 143 performances. It was sung in the play by Edith Decker as Clorinda Larkspur, who objects to a speed limit. Before the Denver Nightingale, Paul Whiteman and his orchestra with Chinese Lullaby, recorded January 10, 1929, and issued on Columbia 2656. That arrangement is by Dave Kaplan, and we're going to hear from Kaplan's Melodists on next week's show. Chinese Lullaby is from the 1918 Broadway smash East is West, about an interracial romance against a background of underworld crime in San Francisco. It opened at the Astor Theater on Christmas Day, 1918, and ran for 680 performances, closing in August of 1920. We started the show with a couple of songs about moonshine, and we started our birthday tribute to Robert Hood Bowers with yet another one. Burt Williams with Charles Prince's Orchestra on December 1, 1919, singing Francis DeWitt's lyrics to When the Moon Shines on the Moonshine. This Prohibition protest song was introduced in the Ziegfeld Follies of 1919, where it was a showstopper. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll tune in or click in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. ¶¶ 